Hey everyone, welcome back to the Light It Up podcast. I hope you are having a blessed week. For those of you that are new, hello and welcome. My name is Jade. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about dealing and struggling with fear and anxiety because fear does not own you. I have so much content to share with you guys today, so we're going to get straight into it. Now, I don't know about you, but as someone who has struggled with fear and with anxiety in huge amounts for such a long time, I often look back to when I was a very young kid and I was even talking to my friend about this the other day. And as a little kid, we didn't have fear, at least not fear of everyday things, not fear going to school every day, not fear talking to a stranger, none of that. We were free. And so often I find myself wishing that I could go back to that, going back to being able to cope with every day and not be afraid of everything. So that brings up the question, why are kids so fearless? And part of the reason I believe is, or at least why I was, is because we weren't consumed by the world. Over time, we get hurt. We learn that things go wrong. We learn that there is so much to fear, so much that could go wrong. We get so hurt by things and we become so like the world that we are afraid of the everyday. But one of the things God asks us to be is childlike. And a part of that, I believe, is the fearless aspect of children. As someone who has struggled a lot with fear in my life and a lot with anxiety, what happens is you get so used to it that you blame your fear on your anxiety. For example, recently I was singing at church and I was absolutely terrified leading up to it, absolutely terrified and thinking of everything that could go wrong. And I'll just be like, well, it's just my anxiety. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do to stop this. It's just how I am. And that wasn't me thinking, oh, God can't set me free from this. That was me thinking, oh, I can't prevent this fear. I can't stop this fear because it's just part of my issue. And this friend of mine kept saying to me, Jade, you have a choice. Don't stand with the fear. Don't stand with the fear. Just push it down. And I'm just like, but I'm trying and it it wouldn't go. And seriously, I was. I would do other things to stop thinking about it. I would talk to other people. I'd do activities. But still there was this constant fear that sat in my chest. And I couldn't think of it because otherwise I would go down a deep hole. And she had to keep saying it to me and keep saying it to me until I finally realized that you actually have a choice. You can choose if you want to struggle with fear or not. And I'm not saying you chose to have anxiety or you can control your panic attacks and that's all your choice because what happens is over time, our brains become wired to think and be like that. So I definitely do believe that some of the behavior and the panic attacks and some of the um, compulsions and all of that that can come with anxiety is because our brain isn't working how it was created to be. But what I'm saying is you can choose to stand with fear or not. And if you're wondering how, you're wondering how the answer is because I know in the midst of it, it seemed impossible. And I was trying, I was trying to think of other things. I was trying to move on, but it just sat on me. And it wasn't until I went to a worship night a couple of days later where I found peace and I was okay. And it was when I found myself in that place of continuous worship and continuous focus on God that the fear left me. You know, 1 John 4, 18, there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out all fear and when we sit in that when we sit in his perfect love 
there's no fear in that place. You know, God has given us the opportunity to always sit in worship and in perfect love, to always be fearless, to always be in rest. But over time, we've taught ourselves to concentrate on the worst. We've taught ourselves to be distracted by the world. But when you actually sit in this place of worship, in continuous worship, where you're not thinking about anything else except his love and his peace, you won't have fear because he doesn't want us to fear. We're not meant to be afraid. And the more that we know and understand God's heart for us and his nature, the more we become fearless because we realize that at the end of the day, nothing else matters except him and that he is always faithful. He always comes through. The more that we push our faith and put ourselves into risk, the more God can be faithful and come through because we give him opportunity to. If you didn't listen to episode five from two weeks ago, I highly recommend you do. It was all about confidence and it was with one of my friends, Emma Pierce, and she talked a lot about how to find your confidence and that's stemming from knowing God's heart and knowing what he's done for you in the past and the way he has come through, the more we can become confident and therefore fearless. So on this topic, I wanted to share a couple stories. Um, One of those being a little while ago, I was very terrified of something and I was so so afraid of what was going to happen and so so many things that could go wrong and I was terrified because what had happened in the past so I decided to be like okay God you're calling me to this I'm going to pray and I just prayed so much for peace for everything to work out and all of that and it did all of my plans got tipped upside down and everything worked out by the exact minute a girl that had been really rude to me for the last few years all of a sudden was nice almost everything that could have gone wrong didn't go wrong so therefore from that experience and that going okay god i'm just gonna pray i'm just gonna believe that you're gonna come through so now when i come to a similar situation i'll be more fearless and more focused on god because i know that he is perfectly capable of fixing all of my problems and everything that could go wrong. Not only is he capable, but he has come through before and he has looked after me in the past. So therefore, I know that he can do it again. Another example I have is actually my friend's story that she told me that weekend that I was going to be singing at church and was terrified. And she told me the story that happened a few years ago where she was literally sick to the stomach in fear. And all these things that could go wrong and a dream that seemed like it was going to be crushed. And I won't go too much into the situation, but basically it was like where she was going to meet someone and then they like posted on social media that they weren't going to be there and all this stuff. And she was like, what? Everything's ruined. And she was so scared of what was going to happen. And God said to her, everything will work out. Just trust me. So she just prayed. And even though she felt fear physically, she chose not to let that affect her mentally. She chose not to focus on that, but instead to focus on what God had said. And literally the total unexpected happened and it all worked out and her dream came true. And those may sound like stupid little examples and not big deals, but either way, we were so full of fear. We were still battling the same thing and so much fear. And God just revealed to us that we had to trust him. And then everything came through and everything worked out and we were at peace and things turned out, the impossible turned out and things we never thought would happen. On the topic of impossible, I wanted to read a little bit from 1 Samuel chapter 16 and 17. So it's the story of David and Goliath. It's a pretty well-known story. But we look at young David, the youngest son in his family. But the Lord says so clearly to Samuel, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So straight away, it is made clear from God that 
David is the called one to fight the Philistines. Now, to so many, this probably seemed like such an impossible situation for David. He was young, he wasn't well trained, he wasn't experienced, and he was supposed to go up against Goliath, who was huge and so well loved by his people, it would have seemed so obvious and so impossible for David. But if we look at verse 43, it says, The Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. So already there is so much going on that could cause David to be terrified of what was about to happen and questioning God. Why? Why me? Why did you pick me? But it says, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And if we read on, we see that David basically defied the impossible and he killed Goliath because that is what God had called him to do. So right there, it's just another example of God being faithful and God coming through. And I mean, we could sit here for months and years probably. There are so many stories like that. But what I'm trying to get across is that we have to develop an expectation that God will come through. As soon as we start facing our fears and seeing God coming through and seeing his faithfulness, we will become more fearless. I mean, how many times does God say to us, do not fear, I have you, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear. It's over like 80 or some crazy amount of times in the Bible that he says that to us. For as children of God, we don't have to fear. I mean, something that I wrote the other day and shared on my Instagram is when we know the Father's heart and we abide in God, we stop searching for confidence in the world. We begin to understand that fear is a choice and even in the midst of it all we can still choose to praise we stop doubting god because we know that he'll come through and he is always faithful and never fails so that right there ties up a lot of what i have just said and if this message is sticking out to you i seriously encourage you to subscribe to this podcast a lot of the things i talk about all tie together as i said check out episode five we talk all about finding confidence and getting to know god's heart and getting to know his voice And therefore, we can become more fearless. In episode two, I talk about overcoming depression and how we are overcomers of depression and anxiety and all of those hopeless thoughts. And very soon, I'm going to be talking about standing firm in your faith, which ends up being quite similar to learning to be fearless. These three episodes, and I'm sure many more to come, will all help you on the journey of learning to become fearless. So I seriously encourage you to check those out as well. I will leave them down below in the episode notes. And I'm not saying that once you do all these things, you'll never struggle with fear and anxiety again, because that's the devil's main way of stopping us from following our calling and making life as miserable as possible for us. But that's why we have God. You know, Luke 1, 37 says, for nothing will be impossible with God. In fact, that's mentioned a few times in the Bible, that with God, nothing is impossible. And as the stories I've just shared and so many others out there, they show that with God, everything can turn around. He has the power to change everything and any circumstance, no matter how impossible it seems. So if anything, this episode is my reminder to you that whatever you're going through, remember that fear doesn't own you. Anxiety doesn't own you. They don't have to stop you from accomplishing your dreams. You know, it's like Jonathan Health's song, which I will leave below, No Longer Slaves. And one of the lines of the chorus is, I'm no longer a slave to fear. So guys, remember, you're no longer a slave to fear. You are no longer a slave to anxiety. You don't have to live like this. 
through prayer, through knowing and seeking God's heart, through having faith, we can conquer fear and we can learn to turn the devil down. As hard as this might be to hear, we cannot pray. God, use us. Take us to the unreached. Let us see miracles and then expect him not to use us and not to answer our prayers. With those prayers comes the potential of heaven on earth. It comes us being able to step into our callings, but it also means we have to step into the unknown and things we've never done before and challenges. And with that comes fear. And truth is maybe 5% of what we do fear will come true. You worrying about it doesn't make it any less likely to happen. It doesn't stop it from happening. In fact, it almost makes it more likely to happen because what fear and being upset by something does is it takes your eyes and it takes your focus off God. So instead of being so caught up in the future, which is going to happen no matter if you worry about it or not, you could be praying and declaring that God's will is done and thanking him for what he is about to do because prayer is so, so powerful and God can turn your situations upside down if you just believe that he will and trust in him and ask him to. I know that I would much rather be filled with peace and in this place of worship than trying to map out everything that's going to happen when we don't even know what's going to happen. And you know what? Even if what you didn't want to happen, even if your biggest fear comes true, even if it doesn't turn out how you expected or how you hoped for, one of the most important things will still remain. And that is that God is there for you. He will never let you down. He is so faithful and he is your ultimate comforter through everything that you go through. So as impossible as it can seem sometimes, there really is no need to fear. There's no need to be afraid. So there we go. That is what I have to say about dealing with fear and anxiety for today. I know that this is a pretty full on topic. It's a pretty full on episode, but fear is something that affects pretty much everyone. So I really, really hope that you found this episode helpful. In fact, I have no doubt in my mind that if you listen to the advice in this episode, if you listen to the stories, if you go and seek God's heart and you look in the Bible about what it says about fear and being childlike and all of that, you will not struggle with fear as much as you do right now. It, of course, is a journey that a lot of us are on and this has only been a very, very, very recent thing for me and something that God has been teaching me and revealed to me. But one thing is for sure, I know that he is faithful. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening. A couple of reminders, guys, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, make sure you give this a five-star rating so that we can get this gospel message and this message of hope out there. I would also love to hear from you if you have a prayer request, a testimony, something you're struggling with, a topic request literally whatever it is to do with this podcast all the information about how you can contact me is down below please do not hesitate i would love to read and listen to your messages and include them in this podcast also since you've made it all the way to the end thank you so much I encourage you because you are already listening to take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone or a video of you listening to it and post it as an Instagram post or story and tag at light it up underscore podcast so that I can share it with everyone and give you a shout out Anyway, guys, once again, fear does not own you. You're amazing. You are called. I hope you have a really awesome week and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, everyone.